you know, when we first spoke, we spoke about focus. Darren, thank you. This is the second time I've had you back last. It was about this time last year, I think. I guess it was about yeah, this close time. Yeah, close to. A little bit later. A little bit later. Yes, yes, yes. That we got together and you told us your life story and you went through about being a biker and, and loving to be a, a winner mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and learning to compete and everything and having a um, German mother and an yes. Irish father. You remember well. You know, one had the whip <laughs> and the other one was just as calm with everything and said, well, he was like, it was like water off a duck's back with him. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Did you get back for his birthday? Because I have not. No, still not. So he's 81 now and he didn't get to have a birthday no. celebration with us? We're going next year. Okay. We're going next year. Wow. That's the plan. Is that right? What yeah. stopped you from going this year? Just the busyness of the Yeah, club? and also being, being at the club, you know, That's and, and we were coming out of that sort of last part of the what was it, sixth or seventh wave mm -hmm. here, in, here in Japan, so I didn't think it was right to go at the time and another year goes by. But That's anyway, right. but anyway the, you know, the good thing is now we've got something to look forward to, to next year right. and the family's very happy we're going to be able to finally get home. It'll be six and a bit years by then. Six and a bit since you've been yeah. there. Yeah, it's a long My time. Goodness. Long time. It is hard. But I'm sure you've done a lot of video chats. We do. Yeah, we do. You have to. We that do. Isn't that something with the technology you have today? Correct. That's so they wonderful. won't. So you won't look. You won't look any different when they see you, and That's they won't it. look any different either. Well, they'll they'll have to pick me up from the airport because they'll know what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> but had it been not for this technology, there's a chance they may not remember you or recognize true. you. Very it's true. Very Yeah. So last year we did talk about something. You had some predictions. They mm. weren't really predictions, they were some hopes. Yes. And some aspirations about what you'd like to see happen mm. at the club. Mm. And I believe some of them had to do with getting it to the state of more socialism, being mm -hmm. a little more social in the club. Mm -hmm. People looking at each other and saying hello, even if they don't know each other. Right. Old friends meeting and people generally meeting new people. Yes. Where are we? We're, <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. We've still got, um, you know, we've sc still got things to do, mm -hmm. but but I think, you know, again, when we think about where we were this time last year versus where we are today, you know, we now we now do regular. F one of our key events is the first Fridays, so they're back. We had our last one last week. We had over two or two hundred and fifty odd people. That's the second one so far, isn't it? Or That's that the probably the third. The third probably one, the right? third one we've done. Yeah. Right. So wait, first of all, let's get to, let's set the stages. To mm. The worst time. Yes. We had. <laughs> I mean, I still remember these things. We had the plastic up yes. in all of our eating menus. Correct. And no holes in them. There was no vents in the bottom. Right. It was solid plastic. Yes. So you had to do this or hope that you could get your voice to bounce off the ceiling and come down to them. Yeah. Um, every mask were required for everyone. Yes. There were no guests. Mm -hmm. What else? Um, we were on limited operational hours because of the government, so we had to, you know, we could only sell, on some parts we couldn't sell alcohol, or at the most was to 8 p.m. So all of those restrictions have now been lifted, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. And in, in, in fact, we have very few restrictions. I mean, you, you mentioned the mask, right? I mean, that was a massive turning point for the club. Um, just the fact that people can walk around and, and see facial expressions, good or bad, 
right, right, right. Was, was, was a game changer. And, and the club still to this day, I think, in Japan is, is an outlier there. It is, right? because it's the changing, Tokyo club, you still have to wear your mask. Right. So, you know, so that in itself was a massive, and that was a big push by the board, you know, and management was there to navigate our way through that because, of course, we still wear masks or the, the, the staff still wear masks here, as you know. Only reason being is that it's, as a member, if a member gets COVID, and of course we don't want that ever to happen, but if they do, they stay home. But if a chef comes to work and gives it to five other chefs, we have to close the kitchen. Right? And, and that's a communication thing that, that we've learned is that we, we, we probably should have communicated this better so people don't think that our oh, the staff are only wearing no, why it. Why do you say you have to? You have mm. to because of government regulations or it's just that you want to do it to prevent it from spreading? That's, yeah, the latter, the okay. latter, yeah. And, and again, look, argue right or wrong that it works or it doesn't work, but so far it's worked in our favour and we've not had to close the club, but I can tell you it got very close. What happened? Well, we were, we were very close where we were having to maybe close the pool, the gym, the restaurants, you know, because just through natural increases and spikes in numbers, we were losing staff, but we, we managed to get through without affecting our membership. And that's the last thing we wanted to do was to get to a point where we started bringing things back that we'd taken away, mm. or even worse, having to close down. Right. But it was close. We were very tight there in that last wave, you know, uh, through summer. It now, was, was that going to be a decision that just management would take on its own, or would that be one that you'd have to vet through the committees or the board? Uh, so it sort of start. The board was very proactive in wanting to remove the masks. Um, so we worked, and again, you know, my role was to obviously balance the the needs of both, um, but understanding that it was going to make a massive change to just. The, the whole persona and the atmosphere of the way the club operates, you know, going back to that community. That's right. You know, you, you can kind of see and know people behind the mask, but is it really, is it really Lance? Right, right? right Whereas right, you right. remove the mask and it just changes that. That's right. And I think you would have noticed that around well, I did the club. Right away, most yeah. of well, how many people decided to keep their mask on? Yeah, did you have that happen? We had, um, interestingly, the first day we did it, 95% uh, of people were still wearing their masks. Okay. And then we started communicating. But they didn't really know. They didn't know. They didn't really know. I know, because no. a lot of people were asking me, because I didn't have mine on, Right. because I was right on top of it. Yeah. And they said, can I, what? Yeah. Well, first they weren't saying anything to me at all, because they were thinking I was just being one of those guys bucking it. Right. I was, I was right. an outlier, and I right. wasn't going to pay attention to the rules, because right. we did have members like that, yes. even when you were supposed to wear. Yeah, absolutely. What did we do to them? <laughs> well, unfortunately, the staff were the ones that had to go up to them and say, please, you know, can you put the mask on it? And, and this created a, a gap, you know, a, a division between membership and employees because the members, you know, they all love the employees. We know how good some of them are, but they ended up becoming the police and the, the staff don't want to be doing that or the employees don't want to be doing that. So it, it sort of divided us apart a little bit. So to be able to remove the masks but give people the option to still wear them if they wanted to without the employees having to say, excuse me, sir, can you please lift your mask up? You know, it just took a whole heap of tension off the backs of the employees as mm. well, which, which was nice. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so then w the information finally got out. So do you still have any members that routinely still keep their masks on? Yeah, there are. A few? There are, and, 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 and the great thing about the club, you know, we communicated about be respectful for everybody's personal decision and I don't or I can't recall 
I can't recall where there was ever an incident where someone said, put your mask on or take your mask off. Yeah, and that to me is a great success because it is very divisive still in certain places. Um, but we've found a happy medium. And, and interestingly, you know, now it's probably 98% of the people, including the guests that come to the club that don't wear a mask. That's true. Um, but you know, again, you went, you, you mentioned about the dividers and all these sorts of things. We, we've always followed along with the guidelines of the Tokyo Metropolitan Government. We have all of those things there if people still want to use them. We just don't have them on the table for every person who arrives. So if somebody wants to come to the club and use the club, but they still want to put up the plastic dividers, we will do it. But again, there would probably be half a dozen times that we've been asked for it since we took took them down. I see. You mean you've had people actually ask for We them? have. Yeah, we have. We have. But not many. I'd, I would That's say half a That's dozen. Very interesting. Yeah. I mean, are these modified ones? <laughs> because the ones we had were just solid plastic. They were. They were. Yeah. Are these modified that you can speak they're the to same or They're the same, the same old ones. ones. Yeah. They've got a small gap in the bottom of them, but it's a bit like being at a bank. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, those are modified because the ones you actually had had no gap at okay. all. Okay. Okay. They had no gap, and right. I thought, my goodness, we need something like yeah. this. Yeah. Anyway, so what's going on otherwise? So, what mm. about your your daily routine here at the club, and if you want to speak about outside the club too? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So, well, it was a big step, right, for me when I first joined the club. It was something very different to what I'd come from, but similar. Um, a year down the track, I've I've learned a lot more about the politics of the club and how that works and which buttons to push and which buttons to stay well away of <laughs> or well away from. Um, but you know, when I look, look back and, and we're going through performance appraisals and all these sorts of things being the end of the year and that's great to sit back and actually reflect on what we have achieved because I think in a lot of cases, we've achieved a lot. Okay, you know, such as, let's go over some of those things. You know, if you look at some of the key indicators, I guess if you look at, the, for example, our members survey. Our members survey improved. Our net promoter score has improved. Now I want to jump on you about this, the, sur the, the, the member survey. Mm. I've had myself included thought that maybe we should think about writing that over again. Yes. The members, because the way it's written it's hard to get other <laughs> if you, if the way it's written is in favor of the club to start off with. Right. That's not a bad thing for the club, but right. it doesn't give the club all of the information. And there's not a lot of room, and most people aren't going to take the time to yeah. write down their full thoughts on it. Yeah. But maybe we should have some opposing yes. yeah. questions on there, thinking the worst case, mm. and see how it balances mm. out there. I think the other thing is, you know, linked to that is the recency factor, right? I mean, you know, all of these, these evaluations, everybody sort of knows they come around September, October. Um, Whereas if we've got something a little bit more live, like you would see out in other, you know, hospitality venues where you can give your feedback straight away and that's monitored and, and we're starting to do some of that mm -hmm. internally within the club, which we didn't do before. Um, you mean outside of the tell tax? So tell tax is, is yeah, tell tax is the main one. Yes. Um, but it's still a very manual system. So it's kind of, it's already gone. It's, there's, there's not a lot of opportunity for you to recover that situation un unless the employee gets it before it gets to a tel tech. I see. Um, 
Whereas in hotels now, you know, you, it's scary. You know, you can kind of say, well, I don't like the sandwich and it's posted on your Facebook and next minute somebody's standing next, next to you saying, well, how can I fix it for you? Right, so there's technology that allows you to do that whilst keeping some privacy to it, which is, of course, always a delicate point. Um, we used a lot of that information through, you know, and hopefully you've experienced it in the last almost 12 months where we started making transitional changes with menus across the club. Okay. Not, not big changes, <clears throat> but we just did tweaks and tunes to try and understand what people were looking for and using that feedback to actually then go and write our next menus, mm -hmm. as opposed to me saying, well, I like hot dogs and hamburgers. Right, so right. it's got to be on every menu. Right. So we're using, you know, and we continue to encourage our members more so than we did in the past to give us that feedback so we can use that information. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and one interesting learning curve was, I mean, we're at the American Club, but one of the biggest things we learned was to not take the yucky sober off the menu. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's probably a lot of your Americans, but not just them. Everyone that's here in Japan, they want yucky soba. Right, right. So that's, that's one of the perks of being here. Yeah, exactly. So that, yeah. so, so that <laughs> process of you know, where we were 12 months ago, right. you know, and, and again, we're much further down the path of coming out of or learning to live more so with COVID than what we were even 12 months ago. Right. So some of the things that I mentioned to you was about that community spirit. So we've got you know, the, the first Fridays that are back. Our banquet business uh, is, is doing relatively well. Um, you know, you walk into any of the outlets, they're, they're generally full. Um, don't and let it be a weekend. Don't let then it. Then you have to wait. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah. Right? So, so, so again, we're trying to think about how we can speed up that process and not have people waiting. Um, it's difficult when you get hit all at the same time. But, but again, my role, as I think I mentioned to you, is to try and get people to think outside the square not saying that everything in the past didn't work because it did, but times have changed also. So we need to try and look at how, instead of waiting, you know, mm -hmm. on a Saturday or a Sunday to get into the outlet, how do we manage that better so that people can come in and go off and do what they need to do, as mm -hmm. opposed to stand sitting in a line waiting for a, a table in a restaurant. Have the families increased? Families have definitely increased. Yeah, with children, hundred percent, hundred percent. So one of the big, I mean, um, an incredible up upkick we saw with mem or members coming back to the club was when we did something as simple as reopen our, our play area, our outdoor play area. I noticed that over the weekend, that's right. Yes, and literally from the day we opened it, you know, the families, the families came back and then we've been doing, you know, promotions in bowling where you can actually eat and drink in the bowling alley as opposed to before you could not. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and again, I think there's been a lot of work in the last sort of Certainly since the new board came on, which was then my sort of third month in, second month in, there's been a lot more collaboration around, you know, what are the quick wins, what are the tactical stuff that we could work on for this year? And moving forward, hopefully now we can get more into the strategic stuff okay. about where we want to take the club in the next sort of two, four, five, ten years. Um, That's right. Because the membership, you know, interestingly, the membership, the number of visitors and members coming into the club even though we weren't tracking the numbers you may remember pre-COVID, we believe they're very similar now to what they were pre-COVID. I think so. You know, so, so that in itself is, shows that the people want to use the club and they're coming back to use the club. And 
one of my key measurements is is members spend you know so I watch this on a monthly basis and and it is continually increasing which is a a great thing to see because that's what we want the members to do is come and spend time at their club that's right yeah that's right so you know I come here every day basically but I leave early right so I only see a certain crowd there's only yeah. a certain group that I get to see but now that I've been doing a lot more of these podcasts here I've been coming at different times mm. so I get to see more too and now that I've also um, changed my attire I'm starting, <laughs> I'm starting to get more responses from the members it's really interesting <laughs> when you put on your shiny armor, people react to you differently. Yes, they do. It's really interesting. Yeah. I'm not invisible anymore. I was invisible for a while there. Right. It feels different. So what do you see as far as the social aspect of the club? Mm. Do you think the members, not outside of First Fridays, are they becoming more social? Are people saying hello to each other? 100%. Do you see any of that? Yeah, 100%. I mean, you, you, you walk down the corridors in the club and people are talking to each other. They've stopped. Okay. You know, and they're having conversations with each other or the kids are playing together and the parents are talking. You know, so this stuff, when I first arrived, you just didn't see it. Mm. Um, you know, and, and, and as I said, I think you know, the world's moved on from where we were 12 months ago in, in a lot of ways, but we've still got a long way to go, right? We're, mm. we're certainly not finished with it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think I said to you, you know, what I wanted to, what I would have liked to have seen is see more people come back to the club and use it as a community and you know and again if you hear people talking about let's get together on the weekend or let's go you know go away for a weekend and when I first arrived here that that wasn't there you know so we're there we're getting there and, and it's getting better and I'm certainly seeing a lot more of that community you know there certainly is a lot more interest from the members in what's going on in the club you have a Zumba I have yes. It's, it's going on right now, people. I don't know if it's, but when I, before I came here, it was going on. We just have a Zuma class, and the person that started is not here. It's someone new. And I've never seen our gym have so many people in it that it's almost filling the whole gym. And we have an official-sized gym with three basketball courts, so it's no joke. I've never seen that many people. Yeah. So that's great. That's, that's fantastic, <laughs> right? You know, and you go up to... You go up to the pool, for example, you know, on weekends, and it's you know they're arguing over who should be in what lane. It's a good problem to have. <laughs> they <laughs> As opposed, doing that again? they have, they have. But you know, again, we've got to just be a little bit more flexible and look. And this is the purpose of why we try to not track people because we want to know where Lance Lee is. We want to know how many people. Are, yeah, and then adjust the operation so that the members can use the club more freely and more regularly. That's the intent. Um, you know, and, and again, we don't have the greatest of technology here to be able to do that, but we have enough to be able to determine we know that this is a peak time. So why don't we remove one lane or, or change something, right? The pool, pool's maybe not a great example because it's, it's swimmers are, right, are very fixed in their times of yes, swimming right, and things. Right, but the, the Zumba and, and these other things, you know, so we're continuing to look for what I found last year when I first arrived was any events that we did do were often competing with other events within the club. Okay. So therefore, one of our members would make a choice about, oh, well, I'll go to that event, but I can't go to both. So what we've tried to do now is to try and spread these events out so they don't overlap and that we actually get the member to go to two events as opposed to one. Are you talking about between the club events directly the connections is part of the club. Mm. It's a club in a club in a way. Yes. 
Is th- you mean their event? 100%. And the clubs? 100%. So we've worked really hard in the last 12 months to try and bring together connections and the other committees to ensure that you know we're all working on the same platform of giving the member more to do. Not competing against one another. We are a club. We're, we're a club within a club. It doesn't matter. It's about the membership and how do we get the members to come in and spend more money in their club. Um, that's, that's the intent, you know, and then again, we talk about Christmas, for example. So Christmas is coming up, you know, not, not far away. Last year when I arrived, I think there was three Santas in the, in the club and all, all organised by three different people. So this year we've got together and got a group of people to think about, okay, how do we build a Christmas or holiday period? I've never, wait they've gotten to the point to where they had three Santas. Yes. All the time I've ever known, we've only had one. Yeah. <laughs> and it was down in the ballroom, and people came. We had three last year. Yeah, and different events that were going on at the same time. So th- this was something that, again, I, I couldn't quite get my head around as to why things were working in such a silo. Mm. Uh, and one of my things was to try and bring collaboration in between the committees and management to do more events to get the, the member back at the club more regularly, mm. as opposed to making a decision about something that, they only knew about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and look, we've got a long way to go with that still around communications and, and these sorts of things. One thing I find, Darren, is that with anything, it's not a destination. It's a constant journey. Yeah. It's not something that gets done. It's like fitness. When people say they're getting fit, is that, does that mean they do one push-up and they're done? Right. <laughs> it's something you constantly do. Right. Right. So we're always going to be doing it. And I find that's really interesting with the dynamics of a club. How many of our members would you say, percentage-wise, don't understand club life? Good question. I'm still learning about it myself. <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> that haven't been a part of a club and come mm. in and, and they're acting mm. more like customers. Mm. Quite a lot. Okay. Yeah, quite a lot. Because there's a different dynamic when you're dealing with a customer versus yes. someone who sees themselves as a part, a member yep. of the club. Yeah. I think they very quickly understand and again, especially now because there's more things happening within the club. Okay. So you run into the similar people or you run into people that you've met before. Whereas as a customer of a hotel, for example, you, you might see them once in a year or, or something else. So the club very quickly instills that culture on removing a customer to a member or shifting a customer to a member. Everybody joins the club for different reasons as well. So. Not every, not every, every you know model fits every particular member. Um, but our our motto, what what I would like to see, I think I mentioned to you last time, is that you know if we can satisfy eighty five, eighty percent of our members with as many things as we possibly, there will always be ten, fifteen, twenty percent that are not happy. Um, but if eighty percent are, then we're doing great. That's true. We're doing great. That's true. So the only thing I I see this too that when members, when you have those. 15% or whatever that mm. tend to come in the club for a reason that's not a social reason or they pick a couple of staff that they really like and they deal with, it affects our staff too because some staff are not attuned with understanding their position. Right. Um, Bob Jones, I would say, should never be Bob to a staff. Right, right. But staff, because they see the same person over and over and they become socially. Mm. Inclined and they're human. They're human like anyone else. I find that changing sometimes. I mm. always. That's why I used to speak to them so much when I was in the position that I could do so. Mm. 
did they find, I, I would tell them all the time, you have so many people here, and this may not be your last job, but you may not think so. A lot of people think that when they're here and they're working here, only while they're here. If you see that same person outside, you're still working. Right. That guy does not become Bob right. outside just because you happen to see him outside. Yeah. It yeah. should still be Mr. Jones. Yeah. And that behooves you to do so. Mm. And some of our staff that are fantastic know that. Right. Doesn't matter the age or anything else. It's a choice. Mm. That person decided to become a member. Mm -hmm. You've decided to be staff. Right. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you can't. I can verify. It doesn't mean that being a staff means you can't become a member because I used to be staff, mm. even though I was contract. Mm. So I think it behooves the staff as well not to let themselves be swayed because of members that don't understand. Right. You know, right. That dynamic. Yeah. And again, I think you know, looking forward this year. So. We spoke about the masks with the employees, right? This, this has been an interesting topic that we've been talking about for months. You know, literally since it was taken away from or put put to um, optional for, for, the for the members was we should follow suit or should we follow suit with with the employees? And everybody kind of thought yes, we should. But then when you, as you say, when you go outside and you look at what's happening within the industry, I mean, still today you go to most hotels in Japan everybody's still wearing a mask and all these sorts of things but we want to have a point of differentiation about why we have people working with us at the club versus choosing to go and work somewhere else mask could be one of them both good and bad um, so there's you know it, 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 they're always shifting right they're, and again one of the things that I think we've I would have liked to have done a lot more on in the in the first year that I was here was was work with the staff on building back that team you know, th th there's a strong team player there anyway with it within the staff that are here they're all quite close and they all know each other they've all been here for quite a long time but because of the constant shifting goalposts of you know we're in, no alcohol service and we've got to close at eight and we've got to do it we just couldn't get any traction on and of course when we weren't doing meetings you know it's not the same right as sitting there and doing a, a meeting in the club talking to the staff on their computer. So you don't get that same level of interaction and engagement. Mm -hmm. So this year, you know, we've essentially said, no, no, we're, we're back to meetings and look, you, you of course are wearing your masks and we'll keep them as short as we can and all this sort of stuff. But it's about bringing back and getting that sense of being part of something other than just a job. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's something that we really want to focus on for this year. Does it look like it's going to, how long, how much longer do you know? That we're going to be looking at our staff without knowing who they really are, <laughs> <laughs> particularly the new ones who we've never yes. seen. Yeah, correct, correct. No, we're very close. You think so? Yeah, we're very close. Yeah. So we talk about it within the sort of senior management group every week, uh, and we get to a point where we're like, you know, oh, okay, yes, no, yes, no. But I, I think we're just going to have to bite the bullet at some point and say it's optional. It's optional already for people who work outside, so mm -hmm. parking, and so we've made some exceptions. I think that's right. That's been a while, though. Yeah. It has been a while. Yeah, so it's more it's more so about, as I mentioned before, the, the you know, again, the kitchens or the the gym or the pool, where if we have three or four of them go out, then we're struggling to keep the venue open. Um, but but you know, all things being equal, the numbers are far lower than they've been for a long, long time. That's true. The numbers will bounce up and down a little bit here and there, but again, why not give them the opportunity? And, and if it backfires, then we'll reconsider about potentially bringing it back. Mm -hmm. But 
Well, Japan, I think we're in a, the best country to be in as far for as sure. COVID goes. Yeah, Because most people do follow the leader. Yes. And <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no um, bad feelings or anyone that's really upset about it. I haven't heard a single person in Japan be upset because it's a mass country anyway. Right. I hear that the um, COVID cases are going up in Hokkaido now. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. because it's getting colder. My right. wife told me about that. Right. But I don't know that anyone... It, it's not nearly as severe as it used to be. Right. I think it's going to go the way of most of the flu yes. that we've had before. You yeah. get your shot. It may be something that's just continual. Yeah. You get your, your COVID shot every year to make sure just in case whatever new strain there may be coming along. Yeah. What else do you think that's happening outside the club or in the club? Oh, I wanted to sing, sing your praise by one person whom you know very well, mm. Gary Lynch. Mm. He was telling me the other day while he was doing his podcast or just before that he said that his feeling coming back here from Australia was made so wonderful by the staff mm. because they asked him, where have you been? And called him by his name, Mr. Lynch, how you been? He was beside himself. He said each place he went, and he was really taken back because he's been here so long. Right. And he just started, just moved to Australia and to come back and to be so warmly greeted like that, mm. it meant everything to him. Yeah. So now he's proposing to spend half his time in Australia, half his time here. Yeah. By no little by no little by no small means was it not due to the way he was treated when he came here. Right. And I think that's what the members really want. That's the membership. Yep. Hundred percent. That's the members. Well, company. we all love being called by our names. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's oh. quite simple. It's quite simple. And they simple. really care. Yes. We yeah. have some great staff that do a great job of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and again, you know, the removal of the mask has probably had an impact on that because the staff are still wearing them, but 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 you're not. So therefore, then they can see your facial expression, and that bit that's missing now is with the employees because we know they're smiling. You can see in the eyes when they're smiling, that's right? True. But, but to, to see the now, yeah. yeah, so yeah, we're close. We're that's very good. close. So what other things are you doing on that may not be club related? Well, it's, it's consumed a lot of my time, I have to say. <laughs> you spend how much time here, basically? Would you say on uh, a daily basis? It's not eight hours for sure. No, no, probably 10, 10 to 12, 10 okay. to 12 on average. And then other days it's longer, but, but I also, that's our industry. So we've got to be around and be seen when people are looking for you, right? That, that's important. But, you know, I shouldn't, I, I've always, I think we mentioned in the last one, I, d I don't ever believe that, you know, you can't have an opinion about something unless you've walked in those shoes, right? So coming from hospitality, I may have worked in hotels, but it's not the same. This is it's yeah, different. That's so what I want to talk about. Then, what's the difference you see? Is this your first time mm. dealing with a private club? Holy, yes. Holy, yeah, yes. yeah. So I've had clubs within hotels before. That's different. But it's different because mm. you still have a very transient, mm. you know, base of people that are coming in and going. I think what you mentioned before about that the connection between employees and our members is the big difference. It's it's a familiarity it's breeds familiar. What they used to say in the military, I hope we can say this properly and not say properly. Familiarity breeds contempt. Right. And that's why I think sometimes our members as well as our staff need to be sometimes just um, let that bell ring a little bit every now and then so they understand that yeah. that's there and something they should think about. But it's different in a transient. Mm -hmm type environment where you're getting a new member every time, a new right. person every time. Right. They have to be on their toes. Right. 
our staff don't feel that way. Right. And our members don't feel that way. I right. see her all the time. I see him all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the familiarity bit. That's the right. familiarity bit. So that's different. Um, you know, the, again, I think the fact that you actually, and then kind of rings in what you're saying there about even for me as a hotelier, you know, I'd have a small, even though it could be a thousand room hotel, you might have a few familiar faces that you would see every year, but, but not many. <laughs> Whereas here in the club, you know, you can walk around and see the same faces almost every day. In the same places. In the same places, <laughs> good or bad. Um, but, but again, it adds a different dynamic from a hospitality perspective of that, you know, often people will go to the same place, use the same thing, use, do the same order, whatever it may be. It's interesting to see how you then try and shift them onto trying something new. So that's something you don't get to do in a hotel because you don't often get that enough feedback, right? It's, it's kind of, they just vote with their feet and they go to the next hotel or whatever it may be. Right, right. Here in the club, they'll tell you. No right problem. Away. No, no problem. They're, they're happy to tell you it's good or bad. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so There's one thing different. I think I said this before too that um, everyone dislikes change mm -hmm. when they're not the ones making it. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah. And you know, when I came 12 months ago, you know, the menus and things for, for no fault of anybody in the past, right? It was just we were trying to get through that horrible period, which was the worst of COVID. We, dumbed down our or shortened our menus we you know all, all sorts of different things that we had to do for that period of time interesting like once we, and there was a lot of comments about you know the menus there's not enough variety there's not this there's not that as soon as you change it what bring back the old menu it's like well hang on hang on, hang on. <laughs> so it's also a learning experience you know and, and and again the big bit for I think the employees is that you know they were also part of that journey and the journey pre-COVID was very different to what it's going to look like post-COVID, I believe. You know, oh, it's already changed, yeah. most definitely. And, and it needs to continue to change, which means that we also need to speed up the way we change and how we implement, accept, sell, market, the change that we do within the club. Of course, we'll have certain things that won't change, but we need to just continue to, you know, play with things and, and look for things that work and leave them as they are when they work, but just peripherally continue to look for things to keep people interested. I think one of the things that's really obvious that has changed, the fact that people can work from home. Right. And this has become many of our members' second home. Yes. They come here right away and just to spend their time here to work. Yes. Whereas. I would, I, would, I would go as far as to say it's tripled compared to what it was before COVID. Yeah, well, I don't know what it looked like yeah. before, but I oh. certainly know since, even since, you know, the, the sort of easing of restrictions, right, we're seeing more and more people coming and looking for places to sit and do their work at the club. Mm -hmm. So whether they're choosing to work from home or work remotely or a bit of a mix of both, we're certainly seeing more people come and use the club. That's for, right. For That's something purposes. needs to be taken a look at too because that means more stuff might have to be open for that. We're just shifting. Right, right. Everything changes. Yeah, we just keep shifting and, shifting and, and, and adjusting and then look for what, where it sort of fits best at that 80% satisfaction. Right, right, and, exactly. And some won't like it and some, you know, will think it's the best thing we should have done it 20 years ago. Right, right, right? of course. Uh, it took you so long. Correct, That's correct. Right. Yeah. So what do you see as going from here? This. Yeah, well. I mean, you, we've done, we've done, I mean, you're not, you're still working on what you said you were working yeah. on before because 
it's not going to happen overnight. A year's right. not enough time, but right. it got you somewhat acclimated to what this club is like. Yes. It's a whole different environment. Yeah, true. I, I think, you know, when we first spoke, we spoke about focus. You know, and, th and that, that was a big thing for me. And I've struggled a little in the last year to be focused. It was difficult? What, what made it difficult for Just you? there's a lot of moving pieces within the club and a lot of opinions and a lot of, um, I guess, agendas as to what people want to see happen at what particular time. So I backed off a little, which is not like me. I think, you know, when we first spoke was about being very determined and very focused and this is what I want to achieve. I think this year I need to be more of that um, and find, you know, find my own, my own me or my old me, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, and, and again, you mentioned the word journey. You know, I love this word journey about continuing to move the club along the journey, but also bring the employees on a journey that they've, I've not think experienced before, you know, around constant change and finding new ways to do things, new things that we can try. And if they fail, who cares, right? We move on. Um, but we were, you know, and I don't think it's unique to the club. A lot of businesses got into a very defensive survival mode, you know, and I think we in the club have proved that if we, if we take the risk and take a chance, Masks are a great example, right? We thought, oh, we'll get all this backlash about people saying, no, 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 it's not, it's not accept. But no, people just got on with it. Mm -hmm. um, and again, our ultimate goal is to ensure that we, we get that community, a sense of community back in the club where people are here and they're spending time with their friends, their families, and we're giving them what it is that they're looking for 80% of the time. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's the big focus, you know, and again, the focus is more around strategy, I think, this year as opposed to last year. Myself, the, the team, the, 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 the employees, a new board, you know, there was a lot around tactical. When does, when does the new board start? So yeah. our AGM actually is in uh, November. November, so it's only a week away as, as we speak today. Is it on the, uh, what, the 15th? 15th, 15th yeah, right. Tuesday the 15th, so right. tomorrow week. That's right, we'll find out who the new um, governor representative is. Yeah. Just True. make it clear that that's what they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but, but, you know, I, I think if there's not too much disruption, there will be some change within some of the board because some are terming out and there's some new people coming in. But, you know, I think there's a good, it's not great, I would say it's good alignment between the board and management. And what I would like to see is continue to work closely with the board on the direction and the strategy of where we want the club to be and then step back a little and let management actually execute it and do what we're supposed to do. As opposed to getting into the nitty gritty day to day stuff. And you know, mm -hmm. we've got enough talented people here that can do the job. We just need to maybe let the leash out a little and let them mm -hmm. experiment and realize that making mistakes is okay. Or trying stuff, new yes. stuff is also okay. That's true. I think with the caveat of them understanding that the personal, that we have members that are here all the time, they, ha it's on the staff's side. Right. They have to stay professional. Right. Just because I say, oh, it's okay, call me Lance. Don't do it. Right. That type of thing. Right. Because I think that, not just that alone, but things like that. Hmm. And knowing when to back down and and, and how far you should go with certain things because yeah. the club's set up that way. Right. That's why we have the house committee. That's why right. we have the board. Yeah. So let them take the bullet. You can 
mention it, mm. but mm. the final blow comes from the board. Mm. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, look, as always, I enjoy. I won't have this come out. I'm just telling everyone. I've said in the past that I wouldn't talk about club um, activities, not to anyone in my podcast, but this is such a big part of me, and I love the club so much. And many of the people you'll see on this podcast are from, are a part of this club. Not only the members, but a lot of the employees here come on this. So this is something that I'll continue to do, but I won't have it be anything that speaks for the club or try to influence the club in any way. That is not what this is about. As a matter of fact, yours won't go out until after the AGM. Right. You know, because I don't want to make it seem like we're trying to influence mm. anybody. Mm. But I do think it's something that all of us need to look at and pay attention to. And those of you out there that have clubs of your own that are parts of them, maybe you can follow some of our journey here and see what we're going through. Because we do, by all standards, have probably the premier club in all of Asia. And that's no joke. And if you don't think it is, come and visit and you'll find out. Yeah, the borders are open now. <laughs> they sure are. They sure are. They're open now. So come on and check us out. Yeah. Darren, I want to thank you so much. Thank you. As always, it's a Great pleasure. Great chat. Yes. I look All forward to the next one. Yeah, we, that's right. We will be doing another one. <laughs> we have to. Because you're good at this. You seem not to get nervous or anything, and I like that. Well, how could you get nervous after being here? <laughs> I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure you press like and subscribe. And remember, it's all on loan. So reach for the stars because you're too blessed to be stressed. Mm -hmm.